Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chapter 1. The New Beginning of the Book. There have been many great comebacks throughout history. Jesus was dead, but then came back as an all-powerful God zombie. Ryan O'Neill had his ups and downs, but is now back and better than ever. Well, my comeback is almost complete, and I can say that when it is complete, it will shake the pillars of this land or town. My story is the story of a raging Christ figure who tore himself off the cross and looked at the Romans with blood in his eyes and said, If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. My name is Maniac. By myself, I'm a happy motherfucker. <laughs> Living life day to day, doing my thing, being happy, doing that she loves to do, <laughs> being crazy, being family, being happy. <laughs> Yeah, most people think I'm on drugs because I'm always happy. Are you on drugs? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm high on life. <laughs> and now. Yeah, mother. Our feature presentation. But she was on drugs, yeah, right? No question. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday morning, the 28th of March. Anything uh, life changing happened in your days yesterday? I took an excellent nap. Good. Uh, one of those naps where you wake up and you have no idea really where you are. What day it is? Did I sleep through the whole weekend? It's not has the weekend. Has that ever happened? Uh, did Please. I slept through something? No, it has okay. happened that I woke up back when I did television. I did wake up uh, at about five thirty, mm-hmm. and I flipped out because I had to be on air in fifteen minutes. So as I'm pulling on pants, I'm grabbing my makeup, everything. I'm calling the assignment desk. I'm like, oh, this guy usually doesn't work now. That's weird. Explaining to him, please call my photog. I'm going to be late. I apologize. (laughs) I'm so sorry. This dude let me talk for a while uh, until he goes... Ellie, it's five thirty at night. Did you did you take a nap? That's like what happened? Awesome. I was like, oh, I was wondering why you were working. He let you keep going yeah. and going. And I'm sure he then put me on speaker, which he should have done because sure. I was losing my mind. So that's the only time. But it whoa, is that a bad feeling? Like your beehole just puckers up and oh, <laughs> oh boy. It's bad. Uh, I woke up yesterday at two thirty nine in the afternoon uh-huh. and freaked out because I didn't know if it was AM or PM. Yeah. And then I thought what difference does it make? If it's 2.39 in the morning or in the afternoon, yeah, I don't have to do anything. You can still sleep a little bit. <laughs> I either, either miss the whole show <laughs> right. or I still have time to sleep. You're like an eight-year-old. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no responsibility. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was, it was like, okay, why am I freaking out? This makes no sense. Then you uh, had some ice cream. Regardless if it's, of course. Yeah. yeah. Breakfast yeah. at night, the whole thing. So one dude in Wisconsin won the lottery. Mm-hmm. 700, what was it up? $768 million? It wasn't a small... Amount 
for one winner. One guy. Didn't have to split it with anyone. But we talked about it. Like, once you take out taxes and stuff, it's, it's not, only it's like, like $300 million not even worth everything. it. Right? So not why do it? Point? Did yeah. either of you buy a ticket yesterday? I thought about it. Because we made jokes about it being 650 and now yeah. finally worth it? Yeah. You thought about it, but I no? I thought about it, and then I saw people posting about it. Mm-hmm. And I think even Chip sent me a text and said, I won't be in tomorrow. I'm winning the lottery. Nice. And I'm like, I hope you do, Chip. How'd that go? Uh, not so much. Okay. okay. Mm. I, I just didn't. I just don't buy lottery Jensen? tickets. No. Do you ever? No. I don't. Unless we said something. Unless we yeah. were like, oh, we should all get one. Right. But in this case, I just, you know, it's I'm never going to win. Yeah, that's what the guy See, thought, though. This is what yeah, I can't get past. Dude. But are we sure that Wisconsin guy thought he'd never win? Or was he like, I'm going to win one day? Like, and, it makes a difference. I don't know. He's just more positive he has the exact. <laughs> he has the exact same odds of winning as you do, and he won. Yeah, he's, he has Jensen more hopes. just got yeah. so bummed. That was sad. He has more hopes and dreams. <laughs> that's sad. Well, I'm just sort of happy. Here's a dude uh, in Australia that won the lottery twice in one night. Oh. What? He'd played the same numbers for 30 years, hadn't won. Hmm. Paid the, uh, played the same numbers, but accidentally bought two identical tickets. The same numbers that he uses. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm not positive how you accidentally buy two tickets. Was it for two different lotteries? No, same lottery. Oh, okay. But two identical tickets. I could see it. You buy it on like a Monday or whatever, then Thursday comes along, you go back to your gas station, and then you're like, did I buy it on Monday? And okay. then you rebuy it. I could see it. All right. So it was worth $12.5 million. It wasn't the the giant jackpot. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I would throw this one away. But that, right? But that amount of money was for however many he got right, and uh-huh. then he got it right again. So he had to split it with himself. Yes. Oh. I mean, you could look at it that way, or he won 25 million pounds. Oh. Well, that doesn't... Which that, is like 31 million that's not, that's not how it works. dollars. What? Yes, it is. Wait, how much was the lottery total? I don't know the lottery total. It just said he won 12.5 twice. Oh, so he did. So yes. Well, he split it himself, though. Well, that's what you're saying, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying... Oh, deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> 12.5 Million plus twelve point five million. That's amazing. Yes, he, du- he actually doubled his winnings by making a mistake and buying the exact same ticket twice. Except he it's, may have only won twenty five million both times because he bought the winning ticket. But he didn't have the winning ticket. He had enough numbers right. Oh, that he won twelve point five million. Hmm. So, and that's all he would have won. But because he picked the exact same numbers and. Bought a second ticket. Well, that second get... ticket also got twelve point five million. Like you know what? Let's not get I back into this, shall we? It's too mm-hmm. early for mm-hmm. math. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's too early for math. Okay, so just trust me on this All right, one. I trust you. Trust me on Baseball. this one, Allie. Trust me on this one. I trust you on this one. Twelve point five million. He bought two. He got twenty five million. Oh, okay. just trust it. It's awesome. Is it five forty p.m. or a.m. right now? I it don't. Would be am I dreaming? A.m. right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's incredible. Right. That guy's stoked. <laughs> right. That guy's, that guy's memory issues really paid off. I mean, imagine the phone call. What? <laughs> I, I didn't want, buy two tickets. I what want are you talking about? And then he has about? to look for the other one that he forgot he bought. <laughs> oh, but it's on the fridge with the magnet. He found it. You know, he found yeah. it. And he uh, twenty-five million. I. So. I have. I have something I wanted to bring up. Oh, okay. I've hit a you real... won $25 million in the lottery? <laughs> I bought two tickets. Uh-huh. They're both losers, though. Uh, when do I bring up to my pregnant wife that we're eating at CPK too much? 
You don't because that's what she wants to but eat. But I have to. End of discussion. I agree with We're Allie. eating it so much. Yeah. yeah. I'm becoming a CPK. Oh, dude, oh. I've eaten her three times a week for my lifetime. Luck Because my kids love, love, love it. Oh, boy. And it's right around the corner. Is she getting different things? No. Okay. No. Um, all no. right. So she's just really yes. loving one okay. thing. Okay. I have a, a follow-up question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is she pregnant? Yes. Do okay. what she wants. <laughs> Kevin then speaks from experience. Listen, then that's the question I'm asking. Yes. And that's the answer. Yeah. I just, I wondered if there was a point where I go, we're here, you know, like the, the waiters and waitresses are like, same table? Like, we're getting into that territory. I mean, that's, a, that's a, sort of a different issue. Like, are you going too much and they know you and... Maybe we bad? maybe we split them up. Maybe we then go to like a the Tarzana one or whatever. Yeah, go to different ones. Oh, that's Absolutely. a good idea. Yeah. You're still or, going to CPK. Yeah, Postmate it. Oh yeah, Ooh. just eat it in the privacy of your own home. Have you ever called in to pick up? Yeah, that's magic they, too. They know us there too. Oh. The woman is comes that up. the problem? Is that they know you? No, but it it does make me start to question how much we've been going. All right, that's all. Because um, you're naming your child after one of the servers. Yeah. No, we're at Kung Pao Chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. baby wow. Kung Pao. Or Thai Crunch. We're going with either oh. one of those two. Oh, those are both sweet. Thai I Crunch had a, a lovely niece lettuce wrap. Oh, yeah. And she is a delight. <laughs> well, I love CPK so much. So the answer is do what you like. All right. Us. All right. Thank yeah. you. Let's talk about today's Kevin Abid show, shall we? No way. No way. <laughs> On the program today, we have RJ Bell to talk about the college tournament that's Good going job. on right now. Good Thank job, you. Thank Kevin. You. Uh, in our pool, he's number one. Oh, dear. Now, he's never won our pool ever, no. but he's in first place right now. How long during the segment do we let him gloat about that? That's what I was thinking. We need thinking. to cut him off. Like, I say 20 seconds. Put oh, a That's timer. not much. I'll no, run the clock, yeah. Yeah, we need to have a timer just ticking down. I think maybe 30 seconds. 30 seconds to gloat? Okay. Yes, because the name of his bracket is Pro versus All Joes. Yes. So I he's sort of rubbing it in Ew. with that already. But uh, that was before he was in first. Yeah, exactly. So that's how he started. Yes. So uh, so we'll talk to R.J. Bell. We're going to put a clock on him so that yeah. he can gloat for 30 seconds. For sure. And then he'll talk about the upcoming games. Okay. Also on the program today, we have Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like we do on Thursdays. We do Get Up on This with Jensen Karp on yes, Thursdays. Yes. Introduces us to something new. Uh, the Kevin and Bean soundbite bracket. Oh, it's we, happening. Do any of us know yet? No, I don't. I know. don't. I don't oh. know. We're moving from the uh, fabulous, fantastic finishing four, finishing four mm-hmm. to the championships. To the, yeah, the yeah. final two. Yep. <gasps> Wait a minute. None and of us know. No. It's relatively close to what we thought, but not exact. Well, I had three Who out of four. Who were your final two? My final two were Rodney uh-huh. and uh, Cheeto, uh, Hot, Hot Cheetos. Cheetos. Same. Nah. Rodney and Hachito. No. How could it not be? Because it's going to be Victor Fuentes well, he's, again, versus Rodney. He's that's, that's my They're final all winners. two. I, we're, we're at an all-winner oh, situation. Absolutely. Yeah, so but it's going to be Victor versus Rodney, and then Rodney is going to slay all day. I think so, too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you guys know about this, but <clears throat> in uh, Belgium, they have a contest to mm. crown the world's best seagull <laughs> imitator. People are are impersonating seagulls? Birds? Yes. yes. Oh, boy. And by the way, that's an oh. ugly sound. Yeah, it's not. It's, ah, ah, and all these people are doing it, like, one after another after another goes up and does it. Do it again? With a microphone. One more. I'm just, I'm, I'm closing my eyes. I did it on eyes. purpose while somebody else was I'll, talking. I'll, Go ahead. I'll, ah, talk, ah. I'll talk, I'll talk. Okay, good. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it again. That's not a seagull. Uh, I mean, it's my version okay. of a seagull. Okay. But they really get into it. Yeah. Some of them dress like a seagull. Well, sure. It's a little scary. This I, is my impersonation of a seagull. Ready? Yeah. Oh. 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 
Okay. Okay. Came around at the end. Yeah, All right. It did. Longer. That's surprising. <laughs> Remix. All right. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Allie is here. What's happening? I never want to be super duper famous. Huh? It just seems same, like a mess. Same, same. And I am coming from a place where I, when I was on the news, I was stalked by a few people. One of which is still in an institution. Wow. It was a bad situation, and uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I don't. It might have changed since then. But people on the news are the most stalked people because you know where they are every day. They're in your home every day. People yeah. think they have a relationship. They're talking with to the camera, which is a big part of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. People think they're talking right to them. But just in the last few days, just stalkers being in the news with Natalie Portman. An armed intruder arrested at her home. Police received an emergency call just on Tuesday. LAPD found the man, arrested him. This is someone she has a permanent restraining order wow. against. Wow, and he had a weapon? He's just off his rocker. Wow. Um, and then you've got Chris, Chris Martin from Coldplay, mm-hmm. where he just had to get a restraining order against a woman that just keeps showing up at his house. He's very worried about his children, very worried about his girlfriend, Dakota Fanning. Every, Dakota Fanning? Uh, Dakota nope. Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Clearly. He's also worried about Dakota have. Fanning. Sure. Just he's got we all, should all the Dakotas. Be. We should all be. I'm he very cares. worried about Dakota we're Fanning. All, we're all worried. Oh, do I enjoy her. It's just terrifying yeah, that is. people can just develop these, these crazy stories in their head that they're married to you, that uh, it's just, it's uh, so unfortunate. And I don't think that people are taking care of, A, in a way to get them mental health help, and then B, for these people to get a restraining order, and then, oh, well, I've got a restraining order. Look at this piece of paper not protecting me from a bullet. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's too much. Yeah. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Thanks. Okay. And I think it's way worse for women than men as well. Even yeah. if you're super famous. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, what, wasn't that some guy, like, in Rihanna's house, just kind of living there while she was away for a week or something? Yeah. Oh, it was like taking a shower, eating? It's just insane. Yeah. Beck had the same thing. Some drugged-out guy, wa- they just walked in his house. Dude was on his couch. It's kind of weird. Yikes. Bizarre. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Well. I'll take the money. I don't need the fame. At that would be nice. Got to take both, man. Really? Yeah. Gotta take both. It's a Twilight Zone episode. Oh. Can't have one or the other. Okay, I'll take both. I'll take both and hide. All right. See, see you at your house. Or well, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna be living in your house. Oh, yeah. Or just become super famous for doing something just super benign, and then you've got a ton of money, but no one knows what you look like. You're just the guy that invented this thing, or you know, not everyone I, has to be the my pillow guy, right? Do Are I you with me? Do I strike you as an inventor? <laughs> no. <laughs> you could invent something if you wanted to like a way not to lose your wallet or key card ever if i could have done that i'm telling you insane you guys justin timberlake produced game show spin the wheel is debuting on fox in june here's the thing it's going to be someone spinning a wheel what and then they win cash prizes up to 20 million dollars though it's a suspenseful, high-energy mix of pop culture trivia strategy and simple, whirling luck. So basically, you keep spinning the wheel, and then every time you're like, all right, let's go one more time, then you lose. So you, you lose risk all your money. whole all yeah. the money? Yeah. It's going to debut on June 20th, and here's why I tell you. Because it's hosted by Dax Shepard, and I think he's a delight. I will watch that show. 
Just okay. a, a FYI, when yeah. I, I worked on Mass Singer, and then they were like, "Do you? Uh, we're working on something next. If you want to be involved, it's called Spin the Wheel." And I went, "Nah," and then just kept walking. Really? Oh yeah. no! Still stand by that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not working on Spin the Wheel, but <laughs> Mass Singer was bad enough. <laughs> I don't Mass Singer, huge hit. Huge hit. Massive. And this could be massive. It's just sure. you got to also live with yourself. What is the <laughs> um, the show that Dax Shepard is going to be in where him and his family, they, him and his uh, wife, they wind up moving to like Arkansas and it's kind of a... Um, nope. No. Yes, I think that's right. It's is like a money show? pit situation where they move into this house and then it's just jacked up and then hold on. Because Lake Bell is in it. So all of you oh, should wow. care. All of you should care. I care about all three of those. Love Plus this mess. Mm. It's going to be on ABC and it premieres real soon. Oh my gosh. I yeah. do want to say while I kind of researched that for you for a mm-hmm. second, I did realize that Dak Shepard's first role was in something called Hair Shirt and he played guy vomiting at party. <laughs> <laughs> hair Shirt? Hair Shirt. Lev Campbell's also in Hair Shirt. I kind of want to see it now. Same. I'm into it. You guys, coming up, uh, let's talk a little birth control and how to make it easier. Is that possible now? Birth control? Yeah, is that doable? Has science caught up now, finally? <laughs> yeah, we have some news for you. What? Yeah. It's possible? <laughs> Kevin's got 70 kids. Just <laughs> all willy-nilly. Yeah, let's talk about birth control and um, how it correlates with earrings. What? That's a teaser. Wow. No one's coming back for that. Hey, happy birthday, Julia Stiles. Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Vince Vaughn. We haven't had him in in forever, and he is one of the funniest He's humans so funny. on the face of the earth. Reba McIntyre. And, wow, Lady Gaga. I'm sorry? Lady Gaga. I'm sorry? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga! It shocked me after I told the story of how that soundbite came to light right. yesterday. How many people tweeted and were like, no idea that was you doing that. Oh. Lady Gaga! I don't know that you could put a person to that. That's just a shrill, awful sound. It's not good. It's not good. And it, the fact that it got that far in our tournament is concerning. But wait until you find out our final two coming up in Own just it. a bit. Own <gasps> it. Own it. Hey, guys, breaking news. Adam yeah. Carolla is also in Hair Shirt. <laughs> what? It's yeah. a movie about Adam Carolla. Hair Shirt. It's just his. He's oh very Oh, my hairy. God. Somebody's yeah. going to have to watch Hair Shirt and bring in highlights. <laughs> I can't believe that's the name of a movie. Yeah, that's Jensen point. is going to get us up on Hair Shirt. <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. I want to bring you something from Belgium mm. this mm. morning. And it's the Seagull Championships. Uh, what? This is a real competition that happens in Belgium where people get up in front of a crowd mm-hmm. And they do their best seagull impression. Is this like at a seagull festival? Like, what's with seagulls? I couldn't tell if it was a seagull festival. I also can't tell if it's a bar or someone's house. Oh, God. Because it's sort of... (laughs) Big difference. It sort of seems like someone's house, but they're all drinking. Which is, of course, is possible, but right. I I couldn't tell. Okay, the guy up front had a microphone, and they would all take the microphone, and then they would try to do their impression of a seagull. So I turned these way down so they're not too annoying. But these mm. are people making this noise. <laughs> How crazy is that? They sound just like seagulls. That's a true talent, right? <laughs> That's oh boy. I mean, they really do sound pretty good. As I, dumb as this competition is, 
They're not oh, bad. That's a good one. That's, that's a good, a good one, one too. Yeah. That guy yeah. should win. Mm-hmm. I is this a talent you stumble upon? Mm. That's a good question because, like, how did it start? One person was able to do it, and yeah, they I were in a bar. I and... stumbled upon my my dolphin talent when I was at the beach, and I was trying to talk to the dolphins that I saw swimming. Go on. And I just Let's sat there, it. and I said. And they were like, whoa, my people. And they swam towards me. That's pretty good, though. That Thank is you. good. Thank you. So I think it's one of those. Like, Should we start a competition in one of our houses? Yes. <laughs> or if, a I bar. I mean, if there's drinks. Or yes. a bar. Okay. Absolutely. Here's some more. <laughs> oh, people. I mean, yay. That's a lot of beer. That's a lot yeah. of beer right there. These are all very varied impersonations and they all sound just like seagulls i agreed do you think wow. people fly out there to compete i hope so i it seemed to me like it was more a regional thing uh-huh. <laughs> i wouldn't assume anyone flew out there yeah, but to if do you it, do a good seagull then what you have to go they, yeah, you they, have to they go. didn't even say what the prize was they were just doing it and they were happy there's a point system that this guy's going to tell us about in a second okay but first he explains it people come together here to have a competition on go screeching so they try to make the best of imitating the sound of a go which is sounds rather stupid but actually it's real science it's wonderful is it real science mm. is doing an impression of a bird real science Anyone? No. 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 Not science that I know. Right. But listen, I'm not a scientist. (laughs) Try and figure out the point system. We have points, 20 points. Uh, 15 points uh, are with regard to the the kind of sound they make. Does it really resemble a goal or not? And the other five points, how they feel like a goal, behave like a goal. Okay. So 15 or 20. Based on the sounds. Right. Five on your mannerism. On the right. way you look. Yeah. And some people wore full costume, head to well, toe. They're like getting full points. Goal onesie. Yes. Which I need. Yeah. Uh, here are a few more contestants. I mean, they are pretty good. Really good. Considering. And the people there love it so much more than they should because of the alcohol. Are you more disturbed by the contestants or the people who just show up to watch? Um, Great question. I'm not sure that they're not the same people. Oh, okay. Like, you can't tell if there's 100 people Mm -hmm. or 25. This is shrouded in mystery. It really is. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of questions. That doesn't, a, I don't think that's, that's right. Oh, I don't think that's, but listen that to this. It helps if you live on the coast and then you pick up the seagull uh, screaming, yeah, yourself. So he lives by the coast, so he's got a leg up because mm-hmm. he can listen yeah. to them and you can pick it up yourself. Really study him. Right? Yeah. Something like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 what was that, the Three Stooges? <laughs> that was, <laughs> right? that was a weird one. <laughs> 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 um, here is a here are a few more people uh, contestants here. I, I I really enjoy the sound of a seagull, so I want to create it for myself. So I practice a little bit, and yeah, it's a really fun sound, but it's also a difficult sound to uh, create. Now, can mm-hmm. I just say it's not a nice sound? It doesn't no. sound good. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. No, it's not like a beautiful blue jay or he whatever. He loves the sound of these it. These seagulls actually attack people. Like, these these are the ones that 
poop on you or, yeah. or, or swipe down. Yeah, they're like, yeah, beach, they're they're like beach pigeons. Yeah. There is like an American girl there. Oh. Okay. Oh. And she's competing. Sure. But she's a little troubled by one thing. Uh, I think some, some people here are very serious about it. <laughs> and she's really making that an understatement, like, Okay. Yeah, she showed up as like joking. Right, exactly. She's the like, drunk girl. I assume most people Yeah, did. she's the drunk girl at karaoke, you know what I mean, who's like picking Baby Got Back, right. and then someone goes up and slays a Celine Dion song, and she's like, oh, I, this is not my place. So then they announce the winner, and everybody's very excited. Reggie Lutz! Listen to them doing it yeah. while applauding. Yeah. yeah, it's a sign well, of like uh, solidarity. That yeah. needs to not catch on, though, right? I feel like Reggie deserved it, though. Reggie was the best. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had an acceptance. <laughs> uh, overwhelming. <laughs> I can't know how I describe it. It's like it's very amazing. I didn't thought I would win this competition, but just for fun, and this is the result. So yeah, it's awesome. Dude. What did he win? Don't know. How bar? Don't know. House? Don't know. How much did Reggie get laid that night, though? Right? I mean, do like, you... I won the Seagull Championship. Zero? Oh, I don't know. Really? Yeah, Can I give you the answer? I know the answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can reach us anytime at 323-520-AFRO if you'd like to leave a message. I don't know about you guys, but I don't leave messages for anyone ever, really. I don't call anyone. If I call them and their machine comes on, I don't, Hang leave, up. A, I don't leave a message. Yeah, yeah. But people do call us and they do leave messages. We're always uh, we're always grateful for that. This particular one is about Bean. Hey, Kevin and Bean. I think I figured out why Bean always asks, do I have time for the thing? Now, it was confusing, so I listened to it two or three different times. He's mm-hmm. talking about Donna, Bean's wife. Mm-hmm. Because when, when he's with Donna, he asks that, and he always hears no. So. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> this is a guy who did the Florida Man birthday challenge. Podcast listener, October 8th birthday, Florida Man attacks mother with sausages. Ooh, Thank ooh. you very much. Good one. Yikes. Sex woman with sausages. Good one. Uh, hashtag biscuits for winning. Agree, sir. Yeah. Agreed. He's right. Hey, guys. I would like to request my favorite drop. I love the soundbite with Bean yelling, oh, no, this is a colossal disaster. That was fantastic. I can't believe it didn't make it anywhere. I mean, it be- because it's so far away, I yeah. think we don't play it all that often. Do you know what that is from? No. I had told Bean my secret to iced coffee is making uh, coffee ice cubes so your iced coffee never gets watered down. And he said, do you think it would work for chocolate milk? Mm -hmm. So he poured chocolate milk (laughs) into ice cube trays and then he periscoped it happening. (laughs) This is his first or second periscope. He just was breaking the ice cube tray. It was one of the funniest things ever. And then he said this. And imagine... Oh, no, what a colossal disaster. It's not really. It's just you're having trouble with ice. Yeah. That's it. When he was trying to make chocolate milk ice cubes on Periscope, I love that whole story. 
why was he doing that? I don't know, but the backstory makes that drop hilarious. So play it, Steve. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a colossal disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and genuinely meant it. Crying over spilled milk. <laughs> True. <laughs> Hi, Kevin and Bean and Allie and Jensen. <laughs> for some podcast, list, podcast listener for favorite soundbite, uh, Bean sneezing like Donald Duck. Let's hear that one, yeah? <laughs> That's real, by it's, the way. It's... That's a real sneeze. So much joy when he sneezes. He could enter the seagull contest. (laughs) I've seen him do it five hundred times. It's real. Amazing. Every single time it sounds like that. Not occasionally. You know, I'm listening right now, and I can't believe this blast beam that I'm hearing. Putting down Bill and Ted's excellent adventures, dude. That's just not excellent, my dudes. You know, like (laughs) they're party legends. Wild Stallion! How could you not be ready for the number three? You're me, and I'm you. What number am I thinking of? 69, dude! (laughs) This 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 guy's entertaining himself. Killing us. Hey guys, podcast listener, and I just listened to this segment about things you learned about later on in life. About two years ago, I was 26 when I found out that storks were real birds. Storks. I figured it was a made-up animal to go along with the story about storks bringing babies. I was watching a reality TV show, and someone said, Oh my God, look, a stork. I laughed and said, What a dummy. She thinks storks are real. <laughs> the camera panned to the stork. Guess I've been the dummy this whole time. Oh. Uh, someone here grateful for uh, Jensen and the way he says, My wife. Mm. What's up, guys? I wanted to uh, thank Jensen so much uh, for the My Wife bit. My wife. Uh, that now every single time I hear someone say my wife, I hear my wife. My wife. My wife. I'm not even married. Oh, God, I hate that so much. I'd like to say for the record that I am not a cult leader. I, it's well, just what a cult leader would say, Kevin. We hear you loud and clear, fearless leader. Drive like an asshole and don't put back shopping carts. <laughs> we read you loud and clear. <laughs> Radiant turf. So I'm a little confused on the date uh, that tickets go up for, uh, you know, April Foolishness. Well, um... I rem- he said today that it goes up at, n- at noon, but I remember a specific time where Kevin said that like it was it was going up at ten at noon, and I, I don't I'm not sure when I should log on to get my tickets. So um, hit it, Steve. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Tickets a sale uh, Friday ten at noon. Friday <laughs> ten at noon. Why would I say that? That was a moment with Kevin. Yeah, that happened. Uh, This message is for Allie. Hi, this message is for Allie. My name is Andrew with Comcast Internet Services, and I'm repairing your mother's internet, and she would like me to go ahead and send you an email to let you know that she's about to take a nap. Um, She actually went up there a few minutes ago, and I, I think she's having some problem with the sheets, like the corner came off, because there's a lot of loud banging going on. Screaming, I I don't know. But just let you know, your mom's taking a nap, um, and her email will be working again tomorrow. Have a nice day. Goodbye. Allie's mom has got it going on. Allie's mom has got it going on. I don't think we have time. Allie, do you uh, think oh, we got all the time. your parents are taking a nap? 
taking a nap. They really are. Sleeping. Or maybe no. they're having fun in the sack. Opponent <laughs> in the sack. It's the ladder, cause your mom's got it going on, 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 on. <laughs> going on. And I don't think you knew this, but your dad's got a huge dong. I t- huge no. Huge dong. How do you know? No. Oh, I, no, how I can don't. you think they're really napping? Cause we all know that they're up and boning. Boning? Allie's <laughs> mom. Allie, can't you see? Your mom is so sexy. You might think it's wrong, but your dad's got a huge dong. <laughs> What's that sound? It's an email coming in. Subject line is napping, but we all know they're boning. Bumping uglies. I mean, how long is, is this? Long how much longer? Because oh. Allie's dad's got a huge dong. Oh, dong! Dong! Oh. I mean, Allie was curious why she kept getting an email from her parents that they were going to take a nap. That's a weird update. Yeah. They just don't want you to call because they're napping at that time. Or no, three two three five two zero A F R O twenty four hours a day. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock Thursdays also mean get up on this with Jensen Kirk. That's right. I get you up on things that you may need to know about that haven't yet hit mainstream or things I think don't deserve uh, or haven't gotten the detention they deserve. And it's called get up on this. Get up, get on 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 up on this. Last week, I got people up on StockX, which is a app mm-hmm. uh, for your phone and a website where you can purchase shoes at sort of secondary market prices, and but also have it be competitive so you don't overpay. And I got really good response, guys. People were yeah. using it and loving I, it. Seems to be. All yeah. right. And I, not just shoes, watches and purses. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even doing an ad. It's just, we I love that. like it, but... Yesterday, I bought Dunkin' Donut shoes on I StockX. Saw, I'm so jealous. <laughs> so <laughs> jealous. Anyway, this week, I'm getting you into a, to an album, a new album that I think not enough people know exists. Mm-hmm. Okay. 15 years ago when the mashup was king, you remember those days? Sure. sure. One project, the Grey album, pairing up Jay-Z's Black album and the Beatles' White album caught the attention of the entire music industry before being pulled off the internet and shelves by numerous publishing companies. But it was masterminded by an underground hip-hop producer named Danger Mouse. You guys all know mm-hmm. him. Sure, sure. He's went on to have a quite an incredible career, even though he got in trouble for that bootleg release. He formed Gnarls Barkley with CeeLo Green, then Broken Bells with James Mercer of the Shins, and the rap cult classic The Mouse and the Mask with MF Doom. This dude, he's everywhere. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Adele, U2, The Black Keys, Portugal, The Man, Gorillas, Beck. He's producing a lot of those? Yes, That's all of them. 19-time wow. Grammy-nominated, six-time Grammy-winning. He's a beast, right? Yeah. Now let's talk about Karen O. You know her as the lead singer of the band Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know her from her soundtrack work, Where the Wild Things Are, and her. And I think we can all agree that them separately are all pretty stellar. Yeah, agreed. What careers? I like her. Well, what would happen when they collaborate on an entire album? Then you get Lux Prima which just came out last week, and I don't think people know about it. I didn't know a word of it. There you go. These two had met in passing over the years, but it wasn't until Karen O basically cold-called Danger Mouse out of nowhere and asked him to start working together a decade ago. They decided that was a thing. Wow. But between their busy schedules and the fact that neither of them work very quickly, it took a while to come out. But I think the results are well worth it. 
in interviews, they've been saying to people that they don't write for a mood or, you know, a personality that they have for the day, but rather a time period. And I think that their genre crossing tracks represent that perfectly. Uh, Karen O with one of my favorite voices in the world. I love her. Oh, she is the best. And Danger Mouse is one of my favorite producers. They do their best when they're trying to hit it out of the park and taking big risks, which is the kind of music I love the most. Because, like, why just make pop music that you know is going to make the radio? Go further and push it. I like that, too. And sometimes it fails, but you have to applaud the fact that they really went for it. Still worth it. This is one that does work. This is a song from the album called Turn the Light. Starry, starry night. This is how I want to live Gonna lay me down in love I got so much more to give How great. Very sweet. Isn't this great? Love that. All right. Well, there's really no box that this duo are stuck in. They can make any kind of music. They're both so versatile that at times it feels almost like they're pressing shuffle on your phone. They have slower ballads, more indie rock leaning songs, uh, almost Motown inspired stuff, Mm. uh, which is awesome. You'll hear it in this song, Woman. Very different. That's fantastic. The album is nine songs long, just over 40 minutes, and it's really just the start of what these two can do together. Mm -hmm. It's available everywhere, and I'm hoping Lux Prima isn't the last we see them collaborating. Uh, I'll leave you with this last song, just another taste of what you'll get when you download the album. It's called Leopard's Tongue. You aren't Love kidding that. with it. It sounds like you press shuffle. Yeah. Every single song, totally Completely different. Completely different, it's yeah. Awesome. A lot, of, a lot of acts say that that's what their album is, mm-hmm. and then they're very, very similar. Each yeah. song is very similar. Karen Owen, Danger Mouse. In addition to this album, it appears they're opening an art installation here in Los Angeles in April, which I looked up, and sadly, it seems already booked. Uh, but it's an installation that is supposed to be the perfect auditory experience for their music. They also just released a Spike Jones-directed music video that is well worth checking out, because Spike rules and the mm-hmm. music rules. Sure. It is a perfect playlist for a sunny weekend. It's Lux Prima. It's from Karen Owen, Danger Mouse. You can download it. And remember, you can see everything I've gotten you up on this entire time I've been on the show mm-hmm. at krock.com. I think I'm I'm giving gems to you. Agreed. Like okay. this album, and that was my get up on this. Get up, get on 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 up on this. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This phone topic could go south, but we're going to try. <laughs> we're going to try and steer it. To the funny side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you the uh, personal story that I have. My dad was in the hospital for, 
I don't know, maybe a month before he passed away. Mm-hmm. And he was on um, a machine that was keeping him alive and helping him breathe and stuff like that. And he would come to maybe, you know, once a day at some point. And so at one point, like two days before he passed away, he sort of woke up and looked over at me. And my dad was a huge Phoenix Suns fan. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I would tell him this <laughs> while, while he's being kept alive <laughs> by a machine. Oh, we got some time together. I got but, something to tell you. But I did say, Dad Shaq has been traded to the Suns. And he looked confused and then he shook his head no. Like, no, he didn't want it, or no, I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it. Yeah. So, or no, why are you wasting this time together not, by telling me NBA rumors? Maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> I don't know. So then I said it again. No, seriously, like, it's already done. Shaq is on the Suns. Okay. And again, he, he shook his head no. Uh-huh. And then he went to sleep. <laughs> and that was... That was literally. Wait, that was those were his last words. Literally, <gasps> last time he spoke to my me. last words to my dad. Oh. Now, now we're not necessarily. It doesn't have to be your last words. Maybe it's, close. Yes, if it's close, get that stuff. But what a weird. I mean, I don't. We had many conversations sure. where it's like, "I love you. I'm proud yeah. of you." Back and forth, back and forth. But that was. Those were yeah. my last words. Yeah, you can't pick and choose what the last one is. Yeah. Which are absurd. Yeah. So Shaq killed your dad. I mean, yeah. I don't know that that's true. I mean, okay. I think he, he was had, terrible okay. on the Suns. He was terrible. It, it's on to your dad's dad credit. Yeah, yeah, it's your dad's credit. So the, I don't want to live through this. <laughs> Wait, it's, he was like, oh, it's too late in his career. We should have oh, got him earlier. No. Do you think that's what ended it all? No, of course <laughs> not. He didn't want to see the Suns with Shaq. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're looking at funny last words. It doesn't have to necessarily be stupid like mine was. Even last conversations. It doesn't have to be the last conversation. Conversations that were ridiculous or funny in some way. Yeah, I've referenced mine a little bit in the past. And that's that my dad, we also had a long time to talk and a lot of beautiful conversations about life and growing up and all these things. And then one time he just just gave me this gem. Uh... (laughs) While on life support, basically, at the mm-hmm. hospital, he just went, you know, everybody hates Jews. <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, everybody. They'll pretend they like Jews, but deep down in a room when they're alone, they hate Jews. And I went, <laughs> all right, Dad. And then he was like, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> Lay down. He didn't all die. Right. That wasn't the last words. But it was but close. But it was close. The la- wow. I mean, it was the last two or three times we spoke. And one of them was just like anti-Semitism. I assume it was way worse for him than you. I certainly hope. I don't know. Maybe he was uh, seeing the future. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, it was uh, one of those moments, you know. So we're going to take your calls, 1-800-520-1067. Don't give us sad. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. We're not emotionally capable of handling sad. Too early. Mm -hmm. So give us funny last words that you had with somebody that you loved. Right. That passed away. So not like you weren't my kid and I never loved your mother. Right. Oh, okay. I can find that funny. That's not hysterical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that might fall into the category of why would someone ever say that? That could be funny. Yeah. But it has to be funny to you. Yes. Yeah. And then it, then hopefully it'll be funny to us. Yeah. So Shaq went to the Suns. That was my last. Aw. Wasn't that sweet? It kind of, if you think about it, it is sweet is because it? you always bonded over basketball. Yeah. yeah. So the last thing that he he left with was 
My son just giving me some info. But that's he was nice. denying it. Well, he was shaking his head. No, like, you know what? Why? No. Why Listen, would they do that? That's not a thing. It wasn't a great trade. <laughs> what he was saying. Way too late in his career. No, honestly, <laughs> from my read, mm-hmm. he was rejecting the idea. There's no possible way that right. could have happened. Right. right. That was my read. I have no okay. idea. You know, because I didn't get any follow-ups. Yeah, he believed he was hallucinating. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. That's very possible. So, uh. funny last words. The phone number is 1-800-520-1067. We'll take your calls next. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock. All right. Just before we play the song, let's take one phone call. We're talking about funny last words. And we've got Carolyn from Corona on the line. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Thank you for listening. Thanks for calling. What was yours? Okay, so like four days before my dad died, um, he was in and out of it, and uh, probably two days, right, two days right before he died, my niece was there. She was CNA. She's changing his his diaper. He, you know, she's changing his sheet, comfortable, right before he dies. And he hadn't said much, but one of the last things we heard him say after she was changing him was that somebody was pulling on his nuts. <laughs> so, so somehow he was caught up. Somehow he was caught up in the sheet that was being changed. Yeah. So he was, she was changing his diaper. I mean, he was out. Like, this was it for him. But he, you know, he said a few other things after that, maybe like a bye or a, or I even mumbled an I love you. Right. But the one thing we all heard, everybody in the room, was that somebody was pulling on his nuts. Well, I, I think that's, that's, fantastic. that's actually that, something beautiful, and I'm surprised you guys didn't put it on his headstone. <laughs> not only headstone, you know, that is not, not on every cake that you guys have at family get-togethers. Yeah. You're pulling on my nutsack. That's amazing, yeah. Carolyn. So mine was uh, Shaq was traded to the Suns. Mm-hmm. Mine is that my dad said everyone hates Jews. <laughs> and mine is that everyone lives around me. <laughs> Just Not saying. True. Just saying. You guys kill people. I don't feel like no, that. No, no. These, okay. we, we have dads. All right. Sex, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Philip. Let's start there in Anaheim. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Funny last words. So, okay. So my grandpa, he's kind of the same situation yours was, Kevin. Um, he was slipping in and out. So they put him on life support, but he wanted to be at home. So they had it all set up at home. Well, I was young. I was with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, we were all talking about uh, a pool party that we were going to go to. And she, my girl, my girlfriend said, yeah, I don't think I want to go. Last time, so-and-so jumped in, and he got me all wet. Well, my grandpa at the time woke up at that point, looks up and says, nice. Chuckles and goes, nice, and looks at me and tells me, boy," <laughs> And then that was it. <laughs> Your grandpa was a G. He's, he's a really nice man. Nice. Good work, Philip. Did he live to be 69? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well done. Thank you for the call. All right. Um, Wow. We have so many. Let's go to uh, Roberta in Pasadena. Good morning, Roberta. Good morning, guys. Glad Um, this is working out so far. We were a little worried about it. Nervous no one was going to call, and they're all full. All right. What happened with you, Roberta? All right. Well, my dad passed away in 2005. Now, um, my dad was a bit of a Casanova. Mm Mm-hmm. So we, there's seven of us total that we know of so far. And before he died, because we had just found one of our brothers, and before he died, he looks over at me and my little sister, and he goes, oh, there might be two more in North Carolina. Two, two more we were like, kids? Are Your you sisters? Kidding? Yeah, two more. Oh. Whoa. So two more siblings somewhere out there. I was like, oh, great. Your phone's okay, and he goes, can you... He said, can you please go find him? And we were just kind of laughing. We were like, are you are you serious or is this just one of your hallucinations? And he's like, no, I think there's two more out there. Did you ever search? Did you ever find? Uh, it's 
are out there. They're not quite 18 yet, so we're waiting. I see. Okay. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow that's insane. That go, is crazy. Go find them. Give me a little bit more to go on. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, let's go to uh, Cassandra, uh, who's calling from Simi Valley. Good oh, morning. Right. Good morning, Cassandra. Morning. Um, um, so, my grandmother passed away in January, and she was 96. And she was also very in and out of it. Uh, Cassandra, I'm sorry, but there's something wrong with the phones. But if you could just tell the punchline quickly, just try. Okay. So, there was one day where she talked to my dad. Okay, I'm sorry. It doesn't drop, work. Yeah. Um, Grandma told her how good her orgasms were. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, is that what you want mm, to hear? Not really. But it's a positive it thing. It is positive. For her. For sure. Let's go to Ruben in Long Beach. Good morning, Ruben. Good morning. Uh, my dad uh, passed away in 2014, and uh, when he was in intensive care, before he passed away, his nurse was smoking hot. And he looks over to me and says, Ruben, you see the rack on that nurse? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> everybody's everybody's dying. A, parents are so horned up. He was he was appreciating the view. She'd mess with his IV, and his eyes would be bulging like sideways, looking down her top. Wait, was okay? Did was she was aware of it then? I think so because she, you know, she's one of those nurses that wear really tight. They're all bulging out everywhere. You right. Know, breasts are like bulging to like a tight outfit. You know, one of those, nurses. You know those guys. It sounds like a porn movie, but okay. <laughs> I don't think we've had the same type of nurses. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh. Did you see the rack on her or something? All right, let's go to um, Christine, who's calling us from Tustin. Good morning, Christine. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Okay, so my grandmother, um, when she... When she died. So I was in Seattle, and I had just finished college, just moved to Seattle. And my mom called and said, you've got to come now to say goodbye. So I get there. I rush to Burbank. I go to the hospital, and um, she, she wakes up, and she sees me, and she looks at me and says, nobody likes a pain in the ass, so don't be a pain in the ass. Hmm. Now, do you, think, do you think that that was just, like, generic, or was that no. tailored to Christine? Um, that was specifically to me. Oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, she's not wrong, Christine. I was, no, I was the one who had the purple hair and the nose ring and the eyebrow ring and the purple. You but know, no, none was, of that means you're a pain in the ass, though. Yeah, maybe to an older grandma. Oh, to her I was. Yeah. Oh, I see. To her I was. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you rushed there to hear that. That's beautiful saying. That's yeah. like a Maya Angelou quote. You know it, was, it was perfect. It was a perfect buy because that was kind of our relationship. All right. Yeah, great. I that's, think that's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for the call. All right, let's go to Michelle in Cyprus. Um, Ariel, please hang on. We're going to come to you next. Hi, Michelle. Hey, good morning. Morning. So uh, about six months before my dad died, he went out and he bought a new Ford hybrid car. And for different reasons, he was just really unhappy with it. And then for the last two months of his life, he was in the hospital and in care centers, and he hadn't even been driving it. Um, but his last words to me were, I should have bought a Prius. <laughs> oh, That's insane. He really had buyer's remorse. <laughs> I should have bought yeah, a totally. Prius. That's great. That should be an ad. That right? should be. Thank you for the call, Michelle. We appreciate that. Let's go to Ariel in Redondo Beach. Good morning. Good morning. So my grandpa's last words to anyone in his family were, get the hell out. I want to watch the Angels game. <laughs> 
That's wow. fantastic. <laughs> did he get through the game, or did he did he get to watch the game? Uh, he did. He did get through the game. So he was actually uh, diagnosed with leukemia from diagnosis to death was less than a month. He was in the hospital. So he's in his hospital room. His daughters, his grandchildren are there. You know, we're trying to be with him. He's like, okay, I'm done. Get the hell out. I want to watch the game. You guys can go home. And then you never talk to him again? And then he died during the night. Aww. Did the Angels win that game? I believe the Angels did win that game. Okay, so you good. know what? I'm not too disappointed. <laughs> yeah, but he's an Angels fan, so he knows how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Right now, Allie's here. What's happening? Guys, HBO isn't done with Game of Thrones once the series finale airs on Sunday, May 19th. Don't they have to by definition be? Nah, they like money. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, Following the final six episodes, HBO is releasing Game of Thrones, The Last Watch. It's a two-hour feature documentary that chronicles the making of the final season. Oh, I'd be interested in that. Absolutely. So they embedded this filmmaker, Jeannie Finlay, on the Game of Thrones set for the whole year. And she captured, quote, the creation of the show's most ambitious and complicated season. Mm -hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I like that. So that will air on Sunday, May 26th. Very exciting, guys. You can you know how I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, uh, are you excited where it picks up in the story? Like where does totally. it pick up in yeah, the storyline? Where, where, where oh. are we at when getting into the new season? Right. Oh, uh, if we oh. need to be caught up. Um, before my we favorite watch. character, um, Arya Stark. Is that right? Okay, thank you, I mean, Chip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't Does wait to what? see what happens with her because everyone's like, oh, she has no name. Shame, shame, shame. And she's like, no, I do have a name. So she's going to reveal her real name that none of us knew. What did you know? What Have you read it's, all the books yeah, where it's, it is? it's Becky. So she's going to mm-hmm. talk about how her name is Becky okay. and that yeah. initially that had brought her shame, but now she's like, I'm not shameful anymore about my name. What if your name was Asshore? A- another thought right. as well. Yeah, I don't. So that's all we need to know. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Why then the f- you lying? Uh-huh. Okay. Why you always lying? Oh my god! Stop f-ing lying. And dragons. Yeah. Well, that's right, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you don't know that. You don't know. I mean, you do. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Any of you read the Chris Evans cover story in the Hollywood Reporter? I did not. Uh, he's mad at someone. No. That was a guess. Okay. Like, no. <laughs> what was it? Um, he talked about all sorts of things. Um, he talked about love, and he was asked why he's been a bachelor for so long. And here's his quote. I'm the one who fears being enveloped. I was always a really autonomous guy my whole life. Camping by myself is one of my favorite things. I really like to be with someone who also does their own thing as well, you know? If I'm with someone who just kind of adopts my life... That can feel a bit suffocating. To which I say, Chris, I hate camping. Right. Please go camping alone. Oh, interesting. Just give him the space to do what he needs to do. Do your thing. As a matter of fact, for me, a guy that doesn't live even in the country (laughs) is ideal. Are you you shooting your shot right now? I'm shooting my shot. (laughs) Like we hang out, we do our own thing. Cool. Then just go camp, Chris. That's what I'm saying. Right. You want to go do, oh, I'm Captain America. I got to go shoot this. Yeah, please do. 
beat it. I mean, you sound Chris. like a perfect woman for him. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, he did also say that he might stop supporting the New England Patriots because of Tom Brady's links to Tom, Donald Trump. That was my favorite. Uh, yeah, he yeah. talked about um, how he's so political online, and he's very political online. And he struggles with the whole thing of Tom Brady possibly not sure what's going on with him being a Trump fan because they've golfed together. He had a Make America Great Again hat in his locker. And he said, I just don't know if I can do the mental gymnastics of determining whether he is or not. And is it even worth it? And as someone that doesn't watch the NFL anymore... I mean, that's more time for us to spend this together when you're not camping. Match me in heaven. It's perfect. Yeah. And then he said he has cut back on weed and said, I'm 37. I can't be smoking weed all the time. That's crazy. To which I say, we got to smoke weed together, though, sometimes, Chris Evans. Just not too much. Not too much. Right. And if you want to take some weed and go camping, do it. All good with you. Right. So, sounds perfect. Yeah. Just on paper, Chris Evans and I are, are pretty good together. Somebody that knows Chris Evans, get that message to Get this yeah, going. If you could. It'll work. It'll totally work out, you guys. <laughs> good God. That is uh, terrifying. Call now. Mm-hmm. No. no. I don't no, think no, we're no, looking no, for no, calls. No, no, mm-hmm. Unless you're Chris Evans. Unless you're Chris Evans. Yeah, if you want to call Chris. I mean, we could talk. Like He's a, he's a asshole. We've got that connection. My whole family's from Massachusetts. We could go back and visit family together. But again, you do your thing. I do <laughs> right. my thing. I don't want to suffocate you or envelop you in any way. <laughs> you're a loser. Yeah, it's true. It's true, you guys. Coming up, I'm going to tell you what millennials are doing that's different from what we've all done in the past when it comes to engagement rings. And I'm going to tell you right now, hey, millennials, nice work. You're doing good stuff. All right. Yes, it's about time. You don't hear that often. No, it's always, oh, millennials killed engagement rings. They're ruining the world. They They got rid of avocados. Millennials have ruined Applebee's. Uh, No. It's fine. Millennials, everyone's going to be fine. Yeah. Applebee's fine. Right. Avocados, fine. Great. Right? Sure. Love it. Some birthdays for you. We've got Julia Styles, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga! You just gotta wait for it. It was was a little winding up. Yeah. Uh, Reba McIntyre. Lady Gaga! Okay. Vince Vaughn. Lady Gaga! And Jonathan Van Ness. Lady Gaga! And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, KROQ. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star. One shining moment is all on the line. One shining moment. Beautiful. That's good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Stunning. (laughs) Stunning. That's uh, that's Charles Barkley. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it, it is better than uh, the other rendition that you hate. Well, so. the other one I hate. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Because that's bad. Right. Uh, we're going to give an honorable mention to one of the drops because it's been it's been beaten already. But okay. Allie was very, very upset and didn't want it to keep winning. I didn't want it making it out of the first round. Which is Lady Gaga. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, it did get knocked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So an honorable mention and a little tribute. Lady Gaga! <laughs> (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, now I'm sad it didn't make it. It's beautiful, yes. right? Salute. Amazing. That was beer mug. Uh, mm-hmm. Came up well with the idea done. and did it. All right, so we have been doing the Kevin and Bean Soundbite Bracket, yeah. and we were at the Fabulous Four. Is that what we were calling uh, it? Finishing Four. Finishing Four. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Okay. And on my side, I had a whole thing. And by the way, Jensen and I both had, I think, the same ones when we filled it out. Yeah. Uh-huh. What we thought would happen. Would we, be the final two? Yeah, yes. We okay. figured the final two would be Hot Cheetos versus Rodney. Incorrect. Which isn't, we thought. which isn't a hot take because right. they're both one seeds. Well, I had from the beginning, it was going to be Victor Fuentes versus Rodney. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Right? And then we had Hot Cheetos beating Rodney and yeah. being the champ. Yeah. No. That's what we both yeah, had. That's what we no. both had. Just yeah. the joy of the kids, I think. Carries them through. I beat it, kids. All right. No way. So, so the fabulous, fantastic, whatever we're calling it, uh, the four. Mm-hmm. Mine, the number one seed, uh, Hot Cheetos. I just love Hot Cheetos. <laughs> I love you so much. Such a glorious clip, right? It, it's cute. It's beautiful. So that one. But going up against this. Going cheese. up again against uh, Victor Fuentes. Um, 16, 12, 1. Hello. Hello. I'm a male, motherfucker. Of course, too much information, this man. And you know, and you know who won between Hot Cheetos and Victor Fuentes? Give me Victor. Give me Victor. Oh, uh, <gasps> 16, 12, 1. No, no. I'm a male, motherfucker. Of course, too much information, this man. Wow. Hot Cheetos yes. out. Wow. Big yes. shock. Big Not shock. Not a big shock. To me, it, same. It's an upset. It took over a one seed. Uh, now I'm seeing the stats. 53% went to Victor Fuentes. It's very close. Hot mm-hmm. Cheetos, 47%. Right. Yeah, Victor should have won that, so I'm glad. Yeah. Oh, Victor o- only, did win that. Only under mm-hmm. 80 votes separating them. Difference. Wow. Uh, okay, and on Bean's side, he had Rodney. Mm-hmm. Why? Maybe they'll be at Carcella next year. What happened to Amy Winehouse? Against, you see how white people do. You see that? You see that? You see how white people do? Now, that's a, a Cinderella. Because that yeah, was I a great. I didn't have that even getting out of the first. I had it in the finishing four. But oh, wow. it, that is a six seed. So, congrats to, to that clip. Yeah, but and also, she had to get decimated well, that's by Rodney, the, that's right? That's the thing, is that you're going up against things, you know, beyond the clips we've posted like this. There's a big party tonight over at Hyde. You name it, they're there. Like, there, it's just a His, body of it's work. It's a body of work. Yeah, it's amazing. very difficult mm-hmm. to, to even go up against. So those two, you see that, you see how white people do. And Rodney, here's the winner. Why? Yeah. Maybe they'll be at Carcella next year. What happened to Amy Winehouse? Yeah. All right, so we have our finalists. Woo! Understandable. Our, our two possible champs, we have Rodney going up against Victor Fuentes. I love it so How much. do you pick? Those are both A pluses. They this are is both crazy. A plus, but if Rodney doesn't take it, I am burning this mother down. And I don't know if this gives you any insight as to what will happen in our final match, but Rodney got 60% of the votes against you see how white people do. Mm-hmm. It was uh, to a me slaughter. that makes sense. That was a slaughter. To me that makes sense because Rodney is so much better than that one. Mm-hmm. Right. Not like Hot Cheetos and Victor Fuentes, which I think were, were a lot closer. Mm-hmm. That Rodney was should have won that. This is a number two seed versus a number one seed. That is the championship match. Oof. And this will forever be crowned the soundbite, at least for the year. Of, of the world. Of the world. Universe. Of the universe. Yes. So of, of the, the Kevin, planet. Of the yes. Kevin and Bean universe. It's right. a little smaller than that. Yes. Yeah. So here's the final. Um, 16, 12, 1. Hello. Hello. I'm a male motherfucker. 
Favorite part about that is honestly that he was calling 911 to get help. <laughs> He's amazing. And he was super, super annoyed. And so that is one of your finalists, and this is the other. Why? Maybe they'll be at Coachella next year. What happened to Amy Winehouse? So. Mm. When do we have to vote until? You can vote now mm-hmm. until 6 a.m. tomorrow. You just okay. go to krock.com. We have the way to vote right there on the page. How do you pick between those two? Well, you pick the best one. Right. You, and you think the best one is? It's going to be Rodney. Fabulous. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. That's what I think, too. But what I thought was going to happen certainly didn't most of the way through the tournament. Well, you were incorrect. Okay, <laughs> I was uh, I was incorrect. That's true. All right, so it's Rodney Victor Fuentes. Go to krock.com. Because I'm awesome. You right. can vote one way or the other until 6 a.m. tomorrow, and then we will have a Woo! champion. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time to talk to R.J. Bell. Because he's R.J. Bell. R.J. Bell. Yes, he's R.J. Bell. R.J. Bell. All right, R.J. Um, right. we got to start the clock. Well, we'll start the clock once we tell him. Okay. R.J., yeah. good morning. Yes. We're going to give you 30 seconds. We have a clock, a timer. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to gloat that you're in the lead in our pool. And then when the time is up, the time is up. I don't even think that Go ahead and start it. Go ahead. Give me 20 seconds. No, it's already started. You don't even need 30 seconds? No. The In the arc of history, oh, bend towards oh, justice. <laughs> That's it. That's it? That's it? That's it. That's All right. terrible you guys, gloating. You guys were gloating... I mean, the years that went by, the pain, mm-hmm. the humiliation right. of the gloating from you guys yeah. were bending towards justice with my okay. domination. I, I mean, slow down, uh, slow down on, Sorry, on it's domination. It. It's the first time you've been in the lead, and you've never won. Time's up. Also, he it, hasn't won yet. Hey, never. guys, time's but up. You no. feel, you feel. I'm sorry, time's up. Yeah, time's up. Did no. you just hang up on RJ? RJ? <laughs> I'm telling you, time's up. We got to move on. All right, all right. Let's talk about the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. All right, well, listen, this Sweet 16 is fascinating because Duke, a team that just a few weeks ago, when Zion came back, Zion Williamson, probably one of the biggest players of the century at the college level when it comes to attention, when it comes to quality of play. Duke's Zion Williamson, so big, he just goes by Zion. He's like Madonna, Zion. There's one name, guys and gals. Duke was considered just unbeatable. Well, they were the second biggest favorite entering the tournament of the decade. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, here's what's amazing. No one... And the Kevin and Bean family went to law school, I'm assuming. I mean, I did, but go ahead. Oh, is that true? <laughs> no, of course oh. not. <laughs> All right. Now, imagine if your mom was skeptical about you going to law school. And you go, Mom, what do you think about me going to law school? She goes, ah, I think it's 10 to 1 odds that you can finish. Now, law school is three years. Imagine you finish your first year successfully. Mm-hmm. And she, you went to your mom and say, all right, Mom, what's the odds now? 15 to 1. Ten to one. It's like what? I'm a third of the way through. You're making the odds worse. That's what's happened to Duke. Duke needs to win six games to win the title. They've won two of the six, and their odds have actually gotten worse. 
because well, they've underperformed in those games. The main thing I've, I've learned already is that RJ needs more supportive parents. <laughs> well, let, let, let me tell you something. If I had more supportive parents, I wouldn't be where I am. You're exactly right about that. So right now, Duke is still favored, but they, their odds have actually been downgraded, downgraded from plus 250 to plus 350, even though they've navigated a third of the way through. Now, so, I'm sorry for being an idiot, but plus 350 means I bet 100. wins you $350. Okay. Basically, now, RJ, three, and half, three and a half to one, right, RJ? Basically? Are, are exactly. you saying I'm looking pretty smart for having Virginia Tech beating Duke? Well, I tell you, in the game itself, Virginia Tech is about a seven and a half point underdog okay. in the game. A lot okay. of points. Remember, you've got to have, I mean, you're not in first place. So if you're not in the Duke barely escaped. I mean, Zion isn't necessarily proving to be as dominant. Uh, it, it, I could get how the odds are going down, but I, I still think they're going to win this game. And, and for sure in this game. Now, I will say this not to get too tactical, but this is a pretty amazing stat. And even casual basketball fans know the three-pointer has become more important as the years have gone by. Correct. 1987 was the first year of the three-pointer. Now, Duke's three-point percentage, the number they make, if they make the Final Four, which means just wins two more games, they'll be the worst shooting three-point team ever to make the Final Four. Is that right? So really with Duke, you've got this almost like anachronistic team that would have dominated before the three they're so good inside, they can still win. But history tells us if you can't shoot the three in the modern era, you're in trouble. Duke would be the worst three-point shooting team ever to make the Final Four. And that's because they're filled with bigs, basically. They have, they have well, big yeah, bigs and their, and their guards and stuff just don't shoot as well as you would expect. All right, yeah. so the Sweet 16, there's four games today and four games tomorrow. What do you want to focus on? Well, I tell you this. I love that, you know, we talk about the brackets and how, like, some brackets are really good, like mine is. Some brackets aren't as good. Dude, time's up on that, man. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just interweaving it contextually. Come on. Mm. But here's the thing. There's a guy, you might have heard about this guy, who has a perfect bracket. So we've been talking for years mm. about how unlikely a perfect bracket is. Now, listen. He's 48 out of 48. That's how many picks there's is been so far. Right? And he still has to pick 15 more. So the odds are way against it. But just to get to this point, it was actually at NCAA.com. So this is oh, at a legit, legit place. All right. Hundred, if you would have taken a dollar, just one dollar, and said, all right, I'm going to bet on team A, and if I win the first team, I'm going to let it ride, let it ride, let it ride. 48 straight wins. Now, no one would let you do this. If you would have done it, $151 million. Oh, <gasps> wow. So literally, the odds of him going 48 for 48, this dude, based on the Vegas odds on each game's winner, $151 million to one. All right, I'm going to try and ask my question again. So this yeah. is the Sweet 16. There are four games today and mm-hmm. four games tomorrow. What would you like to focus on? Well, I mean, <laughs> you want to break down individual games? Well, no, I'm saying do you have favorites that you, want, that you think would be good bets? Uh, on the individual games themselves. See, that's the thing. I don't know if you know this, but one of the reasons our segment's been so successful beyond all the winning is I've always kept <laughs> things so high God. level. Right. right. 
You know, and I've never gotten into, oh, you should look at this one game or this one game. So you know what I'll do? I'll actually get – let's talk a little – let me make a suggestion. Okay. The the, the uh, baseball season starting. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've got the odds on the Dodgers and a few other favorites. Oh, I want to hear it. Why don't we do that first? And as we're talking about it, I'll pull up today's games, and at the end, I'll give a bonus pick I usually wouldn't give. All right. Yeah, give me World All Series right. odds. So World okay. Series odds. All right. So World Series odds right now, the Yankees, the dreaded Yankees are favored. No. Why? But- well, I tell you, this is a team that's uh, has been, you know, they've been known to spend a lot of money not right. that thoughtfully, and they've grown from the farm system now pretty effectively, and they've paid money for some big players. Mm-hmm. Red Sox are tied with them. Astros next seven to one. But here's the good news: Dodgers are the fourth favorite at eight to one. So six to one is the favorite. Dodgers are eight to one. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, the Dodgers are just—I mean, literally right there. Uh, I will say right now that I like the Phillies at twelve to one. I tell you, you a guy like Harper has—he, I mean, the, think about this for a second. Now he was with the Nationals all those years when they had a probably a better supporting cast than they do now with the Phillies. And how many World Series have they made? Zero, but that's not. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't feel like. And again, they've spent the money on them. So, All I mean, right, who, who's to say what's going to happen? Right. Fine. I'll sit this segment out. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to give you the biggest underdog. This has been the biggest upgrade of the tournament so far. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oregon is the only double-digit seed to make the Final Four. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, to make the Sweet 16. Yeah. Now, by the way, in my bracket, I had Oregon, you know, because I had 15 out of the 16. We correct. get it. Okay. So, <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Oregon out plus eight and a half okay. because here's why. Most people look at the whole season and say, well, how many games did Oregon win? How many did they lose? And that's the right way to do it most of the time. But about 10 or 12 games ago, Oregon made a fundamental change to their lineup. They went really big. They got four guys that are like 6'9 or bigger. Wow. And since then, they've played as well as anyone in the country. And remember, Virginia's a team that got beat 16 versus 1 last year, yeah. first time ever. So I'm going to give out a okay. bonus best bet to the my loved Kevin and Bean family, Oregon plus 8.5. Plus, that's where they shot Animal House. Well, listen, I mean, uh, Is that I know helpful? a lot no. about, I don't know much about biology. I will uh, say that. I like it. I see what you did. Um, RJ Bell, you can follow him on Twitter at RJ in Vegas. The website is pregame.com. Uh, RJ has RJ Bell's Dream Preview, which is available uh, on iTunes. It's both college football and NFL. He's also got his daily radio show, Straight Out of Vegas with RJ Bell. That's 3 to 4 p.m. on Fox Sports Radio. RJ, we always uh, enjoy our time with you. Thank you for not gloating too much. Mm. And I think next week when I'm in the lead, it should be fun again. John, but get him off the get phone. On Thursdays, we talk to Dr. Drew Pinsky. Good morning, Drew. Good morning, guys. And then I, I just freak you guys out. That's what we do every Thursday. I mean, a lot, this, a lot this of one, times you're a wet blanket. Yeah, this one's going to hit real close to home for me. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what. So what we're talking about is the actress that plays Khaleesi. Uh, now I'm blanking on her name. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. 
She gave an interview to the New Yorker magazine. I cannot recommend this article strongly enough. Uh, you know, I do that daytime radio show with Leanne Tweeden, and she was reading it to me while I was walking around. And the hair stood up on the back of my neck. It's yeah. the most unbelievable story you've ever heard. All the while, the Khaleesi was filming season one and season two of Game of Thrones. She, for those of you that don't know, she said she survived two life-threatening aneurysms. Unreal. And, and by life-threatening, I mean both bleeds should, and by should, I mean like 80% should, have taken her out. Oh, yeah. wow. And yeah. while she has the biggest break of her career, you know what I mean? She can't just walk away from it. It was like her yeah. first starring yeah. role. Yeah. yeah. So she had what's called a thunderclap headache. This is, you know, there are different kinds of headaches. I guess we should talk about headache a little bit. You know, there's migraine headaches, cluster headaches, tension headaches. And we really, these are very common, of course. But if you have something we call a thunderclap headache, which is the worst headache of your life with neck pain and stiffness, you should see a doctor. So she had that, went to the hospital, and was having, like, confusion and starting to have vision problems, which, of course, also mean neurological stuff. And she bled into her brain. They did a scan, wow. and she had an aneurysm. So they which went means in what? What's did... an aneurysm? Aneurysm, you know how the side of your tire can blow out with a bleb? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Well, the same thing can happen in arteries. It's genetically sort of a predisposition. And in the a region of the brain called the circle of Willis, which is in the base of the brain, you can get these little bubbles that develop, and they're weak, and they blow. And hers blew, and they can go in with a wire that they feed up your femoral artery and your leg. Is that leg. the coil? And the coil, yeah. it, exactly. Allie, good. <laughs> 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 I didn't Drew, see it. I know. Allie, you just cussed, but let me just say this right now. Uh, thanks to the good people at Cedar sinai big ups to Dr. Shavink. My mom is healthy and happy, and everything is great. Part and of the 20%. Been, yes. Have you been checked for aneurysm? I have, actually, right after that, because my mom's was congenital, and my mom had migraines her whole life, like I have migraines my whole life. And let me just... let me mm -hmm. just And Jensen has migraines as well. out yeah. a little further. Okay. okay. Your anti-sacoria can be caused by a posterior communicating artery aneurysm. Hey, Why hey, did we never discuss this part? But because but I also, never imagined that would be a possible. But also, dumb it, for you. dumb it down for oh, me. That's What's the happening thing with my eye? That when I was doc talking to Doctor Drew a couple years oh, ago at Acoustic, he's yes. like, "Why is one of your pupils like this? You have Anna, Anna, what? Anti-sacoria. Well, it really, that. it's out, actually it's ptosis on that side you get from the posterior communicating artery. It's probably nothing. It's probably not." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's probably, you're all right, probably. All good. You're amazing. But I would get that checked out. Let's just do a, you know, MRA, it's called, where okay. they look at the arteries in your vein. But not, not a bad idea. Dr. Drew, how, congenital. how, can, it you is genetic. how yeah. can you tell the difference between a migraine and a and thunder? An, and a mm -hmm. thunder it, headache. It, Thunderclap. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. And, and we don't even know really what causes migraines. There's, we sort of think it's inflammation of vessels Swelling, or changes yeah. in blood, supply, blood flow. But, but it, so thunderclap is kaboom. It hits you real hard and often a little confusion, like disorientation, fatigue, but neck pain and stiffness is the key. Can't move my neck. It's very much like meningitis because the meningeals will get, get inflamed by the blood, yeah. right? And so, so wait, wait. So the coil. Tell them, tell them about the coil, Allie. I have no idea what it means, how they did it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Doctor Shavink. But they put this coil up, and it, it essentially like cauterizes the yeah. area around. Exactly. It, it just destroys the aneurysm. Now, so they did that with the Khaleesi. Mm -hmm. She recovered from the bleed. She woke up on a ventilator and tells this hair-raising story. Goes ahead. I think she filmed season two or something. Yeah. Just having 
having horrible fatigue. I mean, after your brain is injured, fatigue is just overwhelming. She said she was just, it's a kind of a fatigue you can't imagine, and she, she described it very vividly. Then, towards the end of season two, has another thunderclap yeah. headache. They go in, she has another aneurysm. Yeah. They try to coil it. It fails. It bleeds massively. Wow. They have to do emergency neurosurgery on her, open her skull up, lift her brain, clip the aneurysm. She she should have died right there. She She's had like a 80% miracle. probably of death. She had what, 80% chance? Yeah, of dying. Oh, wow. And, and, and then, now I think, based on what we know about what happened to Luke Perry, this is probably what happened to him because you heard this rumor, well, TMZ sort of backs this up, that he had a, quote, second stroke. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens after a bleed, and if about two to four days after the initial bleed, you can get spasming in the arteries to the brain that can actually cause a stroke. And so she was at very high risk for that, made it through, got off the ventilator, couldn't speak, couldn't move one side of her body, mm-hmm. couldn't understand English, had to retrain her speech centers, and recover and do another season. Wow, she's that's a, crazy. She's a miracle. Drew, she's a miracle. Drew, I have, uh, I have migraines that since probably the last eight to ten years that I've never read or had anyone tell me like, oh, and I and I relate to it. Reading this article was the first time I've ever related to someone talking about their headache. I've had yeah. I've had MRIs. I've had everything that goes on, and no one's ever brought up aneurysm or anything like that. I, this is what happens to me, but it would show up in these MRIs, or are yeah. you going to tell me yeah. that it doesn't always? No, no, that's why they're doing all that, is to make sure, make sure, make sure it's not something like an aneurysm. And there's there's all kinds of goofy stuff that can go wrong in our head, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. And this I don't is think it, goofy's and, the right word. Well, maybe well, for you. But, but I, you know, I, 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 we open our conversation by saying, you know, there's three kinds of headaches, migraine, cluster, and mm-hmm. tension, but then there's the other category. And aneurysms, infections, tumor, all the other categories, everything else. Right. And, and when the reason neurologists are so careful is they don't want to miss the other category because that's you know that's important it has to be treated and can't be cured in most cases. Right. Yeah. Well, we have a whole other discussion because I also have non-growing tumors in the midbrain. So, what? Like yeah. a pineal tumor or something? They just don't grow. They're just they could be juvenile. Uh, where? What region? Uh, midbrain. Like, like in the pineal gland, that kind of thing? Oh, I don't you know, know exactly. Gland. It's, but it's not, they can't remove it because it's right in the middle, and if they go in, all vegetable out or whatever. But they check it every few uh, months in order to make sure it doesn't grow or multiply. That might be where the headaches are coming from, right? I know. They say it's not, but I know it is. Anyway, that's... We are a mess. Very specific. Yeah, we're all dying, is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is going to be a new morning team. I mean, what? Huh? What? Oh, come oh, on. Hurtful. Hey, Dr. Drew, I just, want to, I just want to bring up one more thing, which is Amelia thought uh, she was in great shape and was working out and was getting ready to do it. So this can hit anyone at any point. It has yeah. nothing to do with that. Look, it, this, is, this is the thing I... I I'm gonna bomb my one out for the morning, but but you know there are libraries filled with all the things that can go wrong in our body medically when we are in the midst of what seems to be complete health. It's there are things that happen. We are biological entities, and things go haywire. It, the miracle is that we go from day to day without these things happening. <laughs> no, no, I kid you I not. And yeah. in, in, in the modern era, we rarely see these things, or if we see them, we cure them. But people, you know, this is why we have people forgetting that we need sanitation and we need rodent control or we need to you know get fleas out of our house and we need to take vaccines because these things happen they happen mm-hmm. a lot and we can do a lot to control them and get to get rid of them but we have to do it all um, right you can follow dr drew on twitter good at morning do- everybody at dr drew <laughs> 
Uh, Dr. Drew Midday Live, he mentioned Monday to Friday, 12 to 3 p.m. on 790 KABC. You can go to his website. He has four different podcasts. Honestly, sir. Uh, DrDrew.com and Heal is the app. You can download Heal on your phone and get a doctor in the comfort of your own home. Yep. Dr. Hey, Drew, hey. do you do you cuss on any of those podcasts? <laughs> no, I save that okay. for the FC, for okay. the radio. Thank Excellent. Thank you. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Right now, Allie is here. What is happening? What's happening is this Sunday is something I have been looking forward to for a long time. And it's sad that it centers around television, but it does. Because Veep is back on Sunday. Love that show. And Barry is back on Sunday. Love that show. Like, it couldn't be a better Sunday, is what I'm saying, you guys. Yeah. Here's here's the thing, though. I just saw this uh, on The Hollywood Reporter, and here is the title of this article. Veep, final season, delivers a satisfying ending no one will see coming. Hmm. (gasps) Satisfying ending no one will see coming. Don't even think about it. But that makes me want to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. they Absolutely. say no one will see coming. Right. Then you have to go, okay, well, what could it be then? Well, it's got to be her becoming S- president. Selena becomes president. That's yeah. what I would think. But or does Jonah. That's... Oh, there's so much you got. Jonah yeah. becomes president. Whatever you're thinking of, it's got to be the opposite. That's what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I cannot wait, you guys. But just letting everybody know. This Sunday. I think one of the best comedies of all time. Veep, 100%. Yeah, and I think Barry is well on its way after one season. Barry's the one show I watch immediately. Right? On all of television. You weren't here, but um, I started watching the show, and then I started talking about NoHo Hank every day on the air because I really wanted Kevin and Bean to start watching it. And, and I, when she says every day, she means 10 times yeah, every day. Yeah, I, I talked so much she about... She Peaky Blinders did. Yes. Yeah, about NoHo Hank and his publicist was listening and she's like, I'd love for Anthony Kerrigan to come in and talk to you guys. <gasps> yes, please. <laughs> he was so lovely and such a delight and I think he was the breakout star of mm-hmm. that season. Just amazing. You I were using the secret, the secret. I really was. I yeah, who do you, who the do you want next? You put it out there and then they come okay. in. Well, who's up next? Chris Evans. <laughs> and why are you pointing again? What's up? I, yeah, I don't know. It's a little weird. Just saying, Sunday, big night, you guys. All right. Who's ready? I'm ready. I'm ready as well. So I just saw this on TMZ and thought, oh, why? Jesse Smollett is back in LA. And the reason why they think is because he is up for a. NAACP Image Award <laughs> for his Empire role. I'm sorry. What? Which is this weekend, so they don't know for sure if he's going to be there on Saturday, but if if he's attending that and he wins, what? good God, Even what's just happening? the announcing of the nominee, I want to hear uh, what the crowd does. Unbelievable. Wow. You guys. That's shocking. Yeah. yeah. It's It's been quite a week. For Jesse Smollett. Yes, it has. Just cuckoo. The whole thing is insane. I want him to win. I want him to go up. I want him to wax poetic about redemption. Oh, I want him to talk love. about how innocent he is. <sighs> I want it all. He's he's sticking with that. He is. That innocent thing. Robert. It's very weird. It's all very weird. Almost as weird as this quote from Kate Beckinsale talking about dating Pete Davidson. She said, I've never been in this position before. Never dated anybody who comes with their own bag of mischief. 
Bag, bag of, mischief. of Mischief, which it is a great band name. Let's sure. just put that out there. But Bag of Mischief. Now, it doesn't sound like that's super negative. Not, no. Like it sounds baggage. like it's cutesy. It doesn't sound like it's baggage, it's yes. cutesy it's, to her. Yes. He's a, got a bag of mischief. Yeah, that's odd. It's all very odd. Yeah, she said it's all quite shocking and something to get used to. Talking about, you know, she's basically now people waiting for her outside of restaurants, outside of her home. She's now on the the paparazzi's on the radar, radar now. I love big, fat, juicy pickles. I mean, it has been rumored <laughs> there that has to be a reason. there is a reason that Pete gets the ladies. It's uh, Okay, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. Again, people can't see you point. Okay. But yeah. we definitely uh-huh. get it. Yes. Got it. So Paramount Television has landed the rights to the follow-up novel to Sex in the City. The book yes. by Candace Bushnell. <laughs> is there sex... Is there still Sex in the City set oh, to be released on, nope. on August no. 6th? Nope. Here's the thing. No. It takes a look at sex, dating, and friendship in New York City after the age of 50. Nope. So it makes sense because, you know, that's a turning point for a lot of women. You've no. got your love, your life, marriage, children, divorce, no. bereavement, no. a lot of societal oh, pressures. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. To stay youthful and whatnot. I think this is an underserved group, and I think it's great, and we will see what happens if it's made into a show, but Candace has been writing the pilot script and will serve as an executive producer on the project. Nope. I don't know. I'm just saying. Canceled. People loved Sex in the City. Nope. Is there still Sex Close in the kill. City? Nope. You guys are in? I'm looking out for my dudes. Okay. <laughs> See? Understandable. Your dudes might be in it. Hey. Well, the Marvel Cinematic nope. Universe is looking at some A-list star power, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Angelina Jolie is in talks to join The Eternals. It would be her first superhero movie, but her second comic book adaptation after 2007's Wanted. Why would you not do that? Ever. Like, if you're an right. actor at this point. Yeah, agreed. And, and Marvel and, comes to you with anything. Yeah. If yeah. you're a waiter right now or waitress mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, your dream is to eventually be in those movies because then you don't have to do anything else. Agreed. Yeah. You're wealthy and rich for the rest of your life based off one universe. I mean, they took out Robert Downey Jr. He's not in anything else. They took him out? He doesn't well, I'm need just to saying, be doesn't need to be. He's not even acting. He's just doing that one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Guy well, was Oscar nominated. Now he just plays one role. Pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a dream. I, I'd be in one of their movies. What would you play? Yeah. Don't care. You'd be any I'd, of them. I'd be anything. You'd be Howard the Duck. Sure. Doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if you could go back in time uh-huh. and be an actor, yes. what is your dream role? If you could go back in time, Luke Skywalker. Well, you, get to, you get to pick a role that's been out there. Yeah. How could it be anything else? Well, it Great would be question. Han Solo because Luke sucks. <laughs> I mean, no offense. Mark Hamill's a, a, I thought, a hero. My, but, my bad. I thought you uh-huh. asked me. Oh, you're right. You're right. I would be Han Solo is okay. what I was saying. Yes. I would be Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> well, what was a choice? Okay. All right. I'd, All right. Be, I'd be Forrest Gump's best friend. Sure. Okay. And Understandable. I have no legs. Mm-mm. Right. Wheel around. That's the role. Yeah, that's okay. the one I'd pick out of everything right. that's ever happened in movies. I mean, Allie and I have multiple movies to right. be in. Not right. But you can pick Dan. what I, okay. Uh-huh. Not just right. the one. It's a strange okay. choice, but. Yeah. It's a legacy. It's your choice. Oh. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> legacy, I get it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, for the love, let's end this. Some birthdays for you. Reba <laughs>
Reba McIntyre, Vince Vaughn, Julia Stiles, Jonathan Van Ness, and Lady Gaga, you guys. Lady Gaga! Happy birthday. Can we play the remix of oh, Lady please, Gaga? Please. I mean, I feel like we need to. Lady Gaga! I mean, it's painful. It is. And yet wonderful. It's lovely. And if you didn't listen to the podcast, we also do something about seagulls today. That's correct. Very similar. That's odd as well. (laughs) A lot of sounds. Thank you, Allie. A 5 p.m. commercial free hour. It's happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We have Mama Mugs. Mm-hmm. <gasps> talking it's about the Dodgers. Season, yeah. Talking about the Dodgers season. And I mean, she's, one game in, she'll know, right? She says she's the biggest fan, mm-hmm. and yet I feel like she's the worst fan. Yeah, I love She turns it. off every game that they get behind in. Yeah. She's a hater. Yeah. I don't understand her. Uh, we will have a soundbite champion from our bracket. Nice. You can still vote on that between now and 6 a.m. tomorrow. Go to krock.com. We have Joseph Gordon-Levitt in studio. That's a star. How about that? Yeah. And uh, Allie's secret break. And oh. here's what mm-hmm. I know. When someone has a secret break, mm-hmm. it's because they don't want to tip their hand on what they're going to do. Right. 95% of the time, it's about me. No. It's something 98. bad. <laughs> 98% of the time. <laughs> It's about me. So I don't like to see those words. Uh-huh. Don't be so vain. Okay. Yeah. It's about him. Get okay. over yourself. See you later, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's tomorrow morning. Uh, and join us then. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.